Oh my god, here we are, Comic Bastards, motherfucking podcast, year in roundup, the highs of the highs, the lows of the lows, everything will be touched upon. I am Kevin, this is Dustin, yo, we are Comic Bastards, you are joining us because you're pretty special to us. Very special. And we're going to talk about comic books. Yeah. There'll be a, some tangents because they're always, yeah. always, there's always some tangents. We're going to talk about a lot of comic books, I guess. We're going to talk, you, talk a lot. We got a lot to talk about, and we're just going to jam it out. We're gonna, you, we're gonna give you something special. I've been talking about this for a while. Yep. I've been, you know, I guess plugging it, bumping been alluding it, for a while. it to it. Yeah, and thanks again for squeezing us in on your busy holidays. I know you guys are probably you're special, you're cool, you're you're beautiful people. You got a lot to do. You made some room and some time for us. Don't ever change. We love you. What do you want to talk about first, Dustin? Lows? Highs? Well, we we tend to start on lows a lot. Maybe that'll get the energy just like, or something. I don't know. know. Let's let's, let's start with the the lows. Okay. Let's let's try to end on a high note. Okay. Because what we've done is we've decided to break a bunch of things down. Just probably going to miss some things, but that's okay. In the year of comics, things that we were just like, man, that was that was highly disappointing. I yeah. am broken hearted that that shit happened, that I spent money on it, that I read it. Who was responsible for this turd? Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then we're going to go through the highs. Things that, you know, I guess, you know, opinions are king here. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to give our opinions on things that were just, you know, big home runs. Yeah, things that made us happy to be comic readers. Yeah, we're just like, man, hey, hey, Kevin, you're such a good move. What happened? Oh, dude, I just read this fucking issue. You're not going to understand because you don't know what a comic book is. I mean, maybe you do, but you're not going to fucking get it, dude. You're not going to get it. Yeah, because comics is definitely one of those mediums where it's it's like you said, you have those moments where you're just like, oh, I just want to talk to everyone about this, but it's not like a movie where everyone went and saw it the week before. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, oh, I got to call... This person and this person, and see if they read it. Mm-hmm. Well, you pray, so. and you know they didn't read it because they're assholes, and so you're just stuck with yeah. this sensation until they finally do read it, and it kind of loses a little luster, but you're still excited to talk about it. Yeah. And then we're going to go ahead and do what everybody else does and say, This was the book of the year, and if you didn't read it, you're a piece of shit. And, uh, <laughs> yes. yes, we are. We'll yeah. do that, we'll do that, and then you'll be, when we tell you what it is, you'll be like, What the fuck? Fuck these guys. That book is stupid. I don't even know what they're and talking I'll about. I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be any book that it's any not what you think. sites are ever going to pick. Ever. No, no sites. No site is talking about no. They're not barking up this tree. Oops. But if you've listened to us in the past, <laughs> then you'll, uh, you'll, you'll know. I mean, because it's only one, one special book. G- gave it away. I won't give it away. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give it away. I'll give it to them. But I won't give it away. Not really. We're not giving out shit. No. Just opinions and viewpoints. Let's get let's get down to brass tacks. The lows. All right. What's what do you the first low we want to <sighs> miniseries? That what's the worst <sighs> miniseries that you think is going to make it to next year? That just won't go away. The worst miniseries that's going to make it to 
yeah. next year. I think uh, it started off as a May, but it kind of went to an ongoing. It's oh, fun. I mean artifacts. Uh, it had a name. Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry, everyone. We'll we'll lost it there. Yeah, that uh, miniseries started in 2010, made it in 2011, became an ongoing. Still has yet to become an ongoing because it just can't find a release schedule that works. It doesn't come out on time. Ever. It doesn't. It it, it was planned for only how many? Like 12 issues. 12? It was supposed to run August 2010 to August 2011. Well, I know. Top... Or technically July. No, no one's going to. Yeah. They, uh, I think they made a lot of empty promises with this book. Yeah. <laughs> it's Top Cow, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned who put out Artifacts. Yeah. I mean, you probably didn't know because you stopped buying it and didn't care when the art changed for the again, third or fourth again, time. And again. Yeah. What about... Well, <clears throat> they suck. That book sucks. <laughs> That's simply put. I mean, if you're reading it, you're a braver soul than I. Yeah. Good, good luck to you. Godspeed. One of the worst ongoing series. Looks like it's anything Batman or X-Men related. Yeah. That's a pretty... Whole X-Men regenerous, regenesis reboot. That's a pretty broad spectrum. You brought Batman into this, too. Well, I think we talked about that two podcasts before. We were just like, anything in the Batman reboot has been... The whole Batman universe is kind of in the shitter right now. Yeah. And it, we, were, we were hoping for a glimmer of hope with the reboot. And I was hoping for anything to get rid of that Batman ink shit. Yeah. And I know Which, a lot of people liked it. Because they're stupid. Because there's, there you go. I'm going to say, you're stupid. The shit it's, was shit. It's stupid. I mean... A Batman for every country, city, and nation? I mean, say that to your friends. Go to someone that doesn't know Batman. Maybe familiar with the TV shows or movies. Yeah. Even the cartoon. Go, hey man, there's a thing called Batman Inc. That's going to start incorporated. And they'll be like, oh yeah, I get it. There's a Batman in every country. What do you think about that? And then they're going to look at you and go, so what, is he a clone and he's in all these other countries? You're like, no, no. There's different Batmen and or women around the world repping the bat, throwing a signal in the sky. And they're dressed differently. Differently. It's not the same Batman costume. They They all have their own little tweak. So it's not like old school Batman costumes just reused and redone and like different variant suits? No, that would be cool. Well, then what is it? They all look different. Oh, some of them don't even have a logo on them. So, what the fuck? Exactly. Who's reading those bat books? No one. Well, how do we know what they're doing? They're just convenient characters. They're characters that will show up and just shit on your book that you're reading. It's, just, it's an idea that got too big. It's an idea it that was, to be put down. It was an idea that was just like... Because it came from one guy. And the reason it came from that guy. Anybody else would have pitched that idea. They would have laughed him out of the office. Oh, yeah. No. If Grant Morrison hadn't pitched it, they would never would have. Oh, you weren't supposed to say his name. Oh, Sucks. <laughs> What's the worst book of the year, you think? Just the worst. Oh, the worst book. Hands, is hands down. Hands down. The Infinite. The Infinite. It should just add suck at the end of the that. The Infinite Suck. The Infinite Suck by Robert Kirkman. Walking Dead fame. Walk, you know. And Rob Leefield of... Uh, uh, big uh, 52 Teeth in My Head, Small Feet. Um, floating small feet floating small feet um misproportion pouches pouches guns that are take up the whole page baby gap head baby gap head and everyone that, looks like cable and everyone looks like cable leap field yep 
Um, the re- I- I'm going to give you guys a tip. The baby hat thing. You know, go to Baby Gap and they got little hats, like 3T size or something. And you try to, you put that on a full-grown man's head, <laughs> you're going to laugh. <laughs> you're going to laugh, yeah. You're like, hey, Johnny, come here. Let me put this on your fucking head. <laughs> you look like an asshole. Or you look like you're from the infinite. Because they wear hats. My, my favorite part is that, so it's a time, we have one main character. Then he time travels back. So it's an older version of himself. Comes back into time. To kind of groom him for this coming war. No, which is already right? Is everyone yeah. still there? You didn't fucking you turn didn't, it off. You didn't did die, you? did you? Um, and if you look on the page, not only does this person not look the same as his younger self, <laughs> he is a good, like, almost foot taller. This is a full-grown man in his, like, late 20s. And then the 40-year-old man somehow grows another foot. Do I need to explain biology to Rob Leefield? I don't... That you cannot continue growing after a certain age. And, I'm sorry, late 20s, you're done. You've been done. Stupid. Maybe he's drinking milk. Muscle milk? He's drinking muscle milk. Shit's gross. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Worst revival of a franchise that... Like an old school franchise. Like, hey, remember these growing up? Um... Remember your remember? Do you remember you do? And uh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. What do you want? Some remember people that? might like this, but yeah, that comic book was I don't know, okay. Just... Remember the Ghostbusters, and then there was another Ghostbusters that had like a monkey on the team and shit. So they had to call the one with Slimer and Egon the, the real, real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, and those other Ghostbusters was on some crazy shit. Like, kind of suck. No, it sucked because like the monkey had like a hat, yeah, and maybe like a tie. Maybe he was ready for it. Maybe he was. I don't know. Was that the good one? No, no, that one's shitty. But the other one didn't have like you know Egon and shit. And yeah, I mean this just it tries to pick up where the movies have left off, and it doesn't do a good job. It just it, it really doesn't. Like it didn't capture the world. It didn't capture the spirit of Ghostbusters. It was just kind of like, hey, we're doing ghosts, and we got the rights to use the names of the characters. That's Busters. it. We can't use their likeness. We can't? In all cases, no. Oh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. he's the Bill shit, Murray's... Don't you try to draw No, no, I, yeah, I know, but yeah. I, hey, I wasn't going to say whose name. You <laughs> you pointed it out. Well, they, everyone knows to know it was just Bill Murray. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he was like, no, don't use my likeness, you fucks. I don't blame him. Yeah. Let's see a shitty cartoon version of yourself. Not, I do, kind of. That'd be cool. Well, I, but I guess at his age, he doesn't want to see a shitty cartoon version he, of himself. He's, he's like, not the same Bill Murray. He doesn't really care about shit. I already doesn't even have an agent anymore. He just holds up in his house. And if he's in the mood, he'll talk to you if he wants to do something. Well, he doesn't have to do shit, which is great. No, he doesn't have to. He's right. Bill fucking Murray. He does whatever he wants. I think at that point, he should just be able to do what he wants. I mean, he's done enough. Yeah. And really, I mean, he's just acting. It's not like he owes anyone anything. Nope. He'll do, like, friend projects and stuff. And I know they're breaking his balls to do that movie, but I think he might be coming around. But by then, are you even going to care about a third Ghostbuster movie? I honestly, I don't want to see a third Ghostbuster movie. 
I don't. I know everyone's like, and people are like, boo. You know, sorry, but it's like, screw you, Dustin. Yeah, but it's just like, it's past its prime, you know, and doing this whole passing of the torch thing, that it just won't be as good shows as you, you just want to make it a franchise. Not that you want to revive yeah. it and you tell a story. You want to see Seth Rogen and Natalie Portman as the new Ghostbusters, because that's who oh, they want to fucking cast. God. Add two more other assholes. They'll probably put, like, you know, Bill Bellamy as the weather dude. And <laughs> Jesus Christ, is Bill Bellamy still alive? <laughs> no, I was just like, it's not a relevant reference. All right, Wesley Snipes. You twisted my arm. Oh, he's in it. Another Wesley Snipes. Dude, he's answering the phone. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> Ghostbusters, motherfucker. <laughs> you're like, now you're doing the impersonations. Dude, terrible. God, well, you knew I, I already said it was Wesley. Yeah, but then it was supposed to sound like him, too. Ah, dude, I can't do Wesley. I don't have enough you know, time to Only practice. Wesley does Wesley. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Worst 90s book revival. I think we had a tie. We had a tie. Vampirella from Dynamite. Big surprise. And Lady God. Death from Avatar, which was... A sad surprise. Was actually, yeah. I was like, oh, this is really cool that you have this you have this boundless subprint that, you know... Only you guys seem to care about. That's what sucks. Yeah, and but then you let the creator who ran the character into the ground in the first place... <laughs> Come back and do another story, and the story was just ridiculous. He's it was like, like round two, motherfuckers. <laughs> it was so it was terrible, it was fucking terrible. That was yeah. So um, it's too bad. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, both were bad. I mean, Vampirella, and the sad part is they both were like almost the exact same fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing jeans. They fucking don't know who they are. Listen, They're trying to figure it out. The only comic book woman I want in jeans is Wonder Woman. Yeah, damn straight. And that's not going to happen. Well, and that, and that happened around the same time, too. So I was just like... The big jean woman I'm revival. Like, I'm okay with everyone in jeans, but... <laughs> it's cold out. Can we get some stories that don't suck to go around these pants? Because otherwise we're going to have to lose the pants again just to sell an issue. Because no one's going to want them in, you know, full clothing. And shitty stories. And shitty stories, yeah. I mean, it's kind of just like the business rule there for you apparently what about big events i mean you know the two bigs always like well to all right so event. we have a choice between flashpoint which kicked ass i'm sorry and fear itself the shazam kids that was awesome you talking about fear itself now no what no because i expected some sort of comment after i said fear itself like you did for flashpoint it's all oh. right anyways you don't have one that's the point because there was nothing it, it was just like can this stop already? <laughs> You're just like... Didn't everybody eat hammers? Yeah, there was hammers. Well, there's more hammer. hammering going on, which, which I'm even more confused about. I'm like, why is the hammer thing still continuing? <laughs> like, aren't we done? Isn't this shit... Aren't you supposed to go back to status quo after this for the most part? They should have swept it under the rug. Yeah, They're like, we're sorry. Just, we're going to get that fear itself the fuck out of here. Yeah, it was just... Uh, I don't know. That's I mean, a- maybe some people liked it. As far as I know, a lot of people did not really receive it unless you were just a Marvel diehard. Like, yeah. honestly, for myself, it was a struggle to just even bother with it. It's, and that's what it felt like. I felt like I had to read this because if I don't, I'm not going to know what the hell's going to happen up. in the next one. So, uh, you can't but win, it wasn't enjoyable. It you wasn't can't win them all, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you can't win them all. No. But maybe stop doing so many. <laughs> that's another top yeah, conversation I mean, on it. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they finally tuckered themselves out. Maybe the sales were soft enough in these last two that both companies will just kind of give put, it a minute a and actually, yeah, and actually plan something special rather than just doing something. Because I, I mean, whatever anyone says or tells you, 
when you have big events all the time, well, aren't we writing for big events? Isn't that the purpose? Isn't that the, it is to an extent, but when you do them every other week, it's kind of exhausting. It's, you know, mentally, you're just like, dude, I don't want to, can't we just go on a little adventures and have a good time? Why does everything got to put the fucking world at stake and the universe is going to collapse on itself? Because when you do that all the time, it loses all its weight. Because when you say that's going to happen again, no one gives a shit. Yeah, well, and that, and I'll make a uh, really dramatic effect there. Um, when you do that, though, I mean, like I said, it's just the planning that goes into these events becomes shorter and shorter the more you do. So you have, you know, you had like, what the fuck was it? Secret Invasion, which Bendis mm-hmm. had been planning for like three years. So there was a bit of a payoff there. You were invested in it. You yeah. wanted to see how it ended. Yeah. Even if it wasn't great, it was still just kind of, you were like, okay, that was rewarding. Oh, that's something, what you were doing. Something I've been paying attention to for years now, yeah. and it's finally ended. But Fear itself was just like, oh, Thor's back, so we're just going to, we got a movie coming out. We're going to do something. Did you guys see the movie? Yeah. Did, did just, you? No, fuck you guys. You there, saw it. There was no point for that event. No. No. It was, it was just a bunch of fucking shit. <laughs> it was just a bunch <laughs> of fucking shit. Strangest creative team on any book. I guess... Not really strange. Wackus is what you meant to put, right? Like shit. That no, it's just weird. Yeah, it's just like why? Who the fuck drew these names out of a hat? Because that's what it seems like when you go JT Cruel, you don't instantly think. Give me Dan. Dan Dan Jurgens on art, who's one of like and George Perez and George Perez. George Perez was probably like, what the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) Yeah, like all right, George Perez is a you know. Legendary. I mean, legendary. I don't love his art but by any means. He's, but he's a legendary yeah. artist. I respect his time and you know the things he's done with his career. He's OG, if you will. Yeah. Same thing. With Dan Jurgens is the man that killed Superman, and here he is drawing the Green Arrow relaunch with JT Kroll, who God. got kicked off the book already because he can't write anything. Shit, anything ever. without mentioning Twitter or YouTube. Yeah. So it's just uh, when I saw that was the creative team, I was like, "There's no way this team's going to work." There's no. You just, it's too much old school, new school, and I, I don't know. Again, it just feels like someone drew names out of it. I hat. don't think anyone knew because the way that book read, you were just like, ah, oh, geez, are you guys waterboarding me with a fucking comic book? I think you are. <laughs> yeah. And don't worry because the new one came out, teams change. It still sucks. No. Just shoot, well, just shoot Green Arrow in the back of the head, start it over, make it a girl. There you leave, go. I guess just leave him on Justice League. That seems to be. Take his book away quick. Yeah, just take it away. You know what? It's gonna get canceled. The sales will take it away. Yeah, he'll take care of himself. Someone will be like, "Give me the book. I'll do great." Yeah, it'd have to be a celebrity though. Yeah, it'd be like, I don't want to say his name, but anyway. Yeah, no, don't say his name. We'll uh, already. Not that we know something you guys don't. I just don't want to say his name. You know, um, with all these ups and downs and stuff, there was a habit that. Pretty much the whole comic book industry as a whole kept following. It wasn't really comic related. I guess it was, but really it was a, a direct impact on comics. It was just every kind of media or news outlet was just kind of dick riding Alan Moore. Yeah. Why? I don't know. But if... Uh, like if he scratched his ass, people were talking about it. Yeah. And if another comic creator said anything else about the industry, they wanted his opinion on what the comic creator said about the industry. Yeah. Why? I mean, this like, guy... I mean, he wrote some rad comics, period. And he wrote some overrated comics, let's be honest. Well, when you've done such influential things and just just real major things, 
that kind of probably weren't even major at the time, but now people look back at like, oh, that's what influenced me. That just did so much for the movement, and it brought comic books to this plateau that people yeah. – you automatically have this moniker with you that's going to be like, oh, I want this guy's opinion because you were doing it before it was cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the fact that he doesn't do anything really right now other than his music thing. Yeah. So and he basically – he lives off of the checks – the royalty well so he says who knows right he lives off the royalty checks from the watchman trade paperbacks which should be interesting considering barnes and nobles is the last bastion bastion of bookstores and they don't carry the book anymore because of the whole dc amazon kindle deal so it should be interesting to see what he well maybe he ain't three times a day now yeah from what i understand finding finding the dc storefront in the kindle app is like a nightmare so I don't I don't see he's him selling a ton of Watchmen digital copies. Well, I don't know. It's just the thing. It's just like, like you said, this dude kind of really hasn't been relevant in comics. But yeah. his impact was great, and you can't take that away from him. Yeah. But for all these other writers just to kind of want to like pull out his pants leg like a big daddy, like, hey, dad, what about this? What about this? Leave the fucking yeah. man alone. He doesn't give a shit. He's past that. He had a run in comic books. He's over it. Yeah, and, and he said himself numerous times that comics are dead. Yeah, he it's not something he's interested in anymore. He's yeah. not interested in you. He he's not going to look at your body of work in comics and go, "You know what? You're all right, JT Grohl." He's he doesn't know you he exist. He doesn't give a shit. And frankly, anyone that's in the industry right now, he doesn't really honestly respect. I'll say that. If it, you read what he says in his interviews, there's no respect there. Yeah. And that's why there's been other blowouts where, you know, people it's like Jason Aaron were like, fuck you, and blah, well, blah, blah. Well, it's like, well, fuck him, too. It's like this guy did it at a different time for different reasons. Yep. And if you were influenced by that, great. If you weren't, whatever. You don't have to run everything by him. Yeah, but he's not a Fox correspondent. You don't need to be exactly. like, we got a story. Let's cut to Alan Moore and see what he thinks. And Alan he's Moore's just stroking <laughs> his beard, playing a fucking pipe, and then... You think, but it's really just like he's eating a Big Mac under his beard. Yeah. And you're like, dude, you guys like Big Macs? He's like, what do you mean, you guys? You're like, just fucking eat your Big Mac. Yeah. Well, Can I say another annoying habit? I think uh, we'd both agree on Okay, sure. The mention of Twitter or Facebook in comic books. Oh, I don't know. Ran rampant. I've never seen that. Never? Ever. Oh, I, well, I am off I just base. start closing the fucking book when I see that <laughs> pop up. It's like, don't date your book with bullshit technology. That yeah. We probably won't even be twatting in fucking two years. There's going to be some other app that comes out that totally just merges everything into one. So you'll be Facebook and twatting, tubing, all in one giant, huge entity. <laughs> and then when I go, hey, the bro. face twat tube. Remember? <laughs> that's a whole other website. <laughs> when I tell you, I go, remember Twitter? You're going to be like, what? You're fucking lame for bringing that up, bro. I'll be like, dude, they got comic books that date that shit. I mean, so if someone reads your, you know, classic timeless story and they don't know what the fuck your characters are talking about, you lose in the end. Go to hell. Yeah. Uh. There you go. That's, that's, that was, that was, that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Worst movie adaptations. Basically, this is where a company, Dynamite, likes to take stuff that you've already <laughs> experienced in your life, maybe on the silver screen, Dynamite. And you'll go, oh, I really remember liking that movie, Dynamite. And now you turn it into a shitty comic, Dynamite, with a bunch of covers that I don't want to... <laughs> ah, how many covers you got for this, Dynamite? But the creme de la creme, the fly on the, the top of this shit best pile... Best of the best. Is of total, the worst. It's, it's Total Recall. Total Recall. Considered a divorce. Screw you, bitch. <laughs> <Can> no. I... <laughs> Do that again. 
<laughs> I know. It's, uh, I mean, these guys, Dynamite, it's not even funny anymore. No, it's just it's a bad read, joke that's gone on too. I've long. read that Voltron number one. I was embarrassed. Yeah. You know what? That Voltron was so bad. You should have did the car Voltron. Because that's the one no one likes. There you go. Don't read Dynamite. Yeah, just that that book. And I mean, here's how I guess a little faith they even had in the book. They only had two covers for it. Are you sure? I could have sworn it's all three. Maybe the, oh, it yeah, was right. the lion. There had crossed, to been the limp sitting on the oh, no, 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 shoulder. Not, not the Voltron. I'm talking about oh. Total Recall. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was still getting. No on. problem. I was. Yeah, let's go. Get, get. <laughs> you, you know, Dynamite's not back in that price pick when it only has two two yeah. covers. There might have been a third for like a retailer initiative. There might have been a picture one. I should say maybe of, like Arnold going on. You voted no, for me. No, they, they, do they no. didn't afford that. Oh, that that's pricey. You know, instead of reading or even thinking about Total Recall, you should just find the commentary track that Kevin sent me of Total Recall of Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger doing commentary on Total Recall, where he's basically just. Telling you what he sees. Yeah, which is the movie. You're just like, yeah, I know. I'm watching it, too. Dude. Oh, and this scene, me and Sharon, we did it really well. I did. I considered the force. <laughs> it cracks me up every time. I'm the governor. I'm not the governor anymore because I ran that state to the fucking ground. To the toilet. But That yeah, accent so. kind of went off kilter, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you sounded more... I, dude, I don't, I don't do Arnold. No one does Arnold. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there are people that do Arnold really well. You just have to like try to swallow your tongue. I think that's the key. Like, to... yeah, yeah, you know, oh, like... that's good. We should do that next time. Yeah. Was, that was actually pretty good. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you looked at okay. me like, I don't believe you. I didn't, actually. I was <laughs> just like, no, it's not. Um, there was always, I think every year, I want to say they get bigger. They're probably, they're probably like sprinkling three more. But it's conventions, um, gatherings, pop culture, roundups. I don't know, whatever you want to call them, but... There's a couple that are, you know, I guess the granddaddy of them. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple that kind of stink. I didn't get to go to a lot this year, uh, but you, on the other hand, did. Yeah. Well, they both went to San Diego. Comic-Con, went to San Diego, which is which is actually a second for me. It might be, it might be your first because you didn't go to which I would consider my first New York Comic Con. That was the most a- disorganized. I mean, such potential wasted with such. Poor organization. So you're telling me that was the worst Comic Con of the year. That was the worst Comic Con I went to. Con related comic outing. Yeah. <laughs> I went to smaller ones. I went to bigger ones. That was the one where I was like, you know what? If if I didn't have to, in a way, kind of cover this for industry needs, I wouldn't. And in fact, next year I probably won't. I'll probably just be able to cover it based off of press releases alone. Oh, for New York? Yeah, for New York. Well, we'll see how things go. If things are... Yeah, we got brewing. Stuff brewing. If things are uh, tip-tip cheerio... Then, yeah, I'll go back. To it's going to be... It'll be rad, we promise. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't go solo like I did last time and just meet up with, like, friends out there. It just... It, it wasn't worth it. It was... I don't know. I don't need to go there to do my comic convention shopping. I had plenty of opportunities throughout the year. So. But if you go there as a bastard experience, it might be a little bit more... Uh, yeah. It will be more satisfying, I promise you that. Yes. So there you go. And then I guess second was San Diego Comic-Con. It's just maybe... Well, I mean, this year was the worst I've ever seen it. God, it's it's too fucking crowded. Yeah. I don't want to spend three hours to wait for something that lasts 45 minutes and not get in it. That's annoying. Yeah, and it's just there's too many people, and there's too many people that are just there because they've seen it on TV now. 
Like I swear, I, Mama, I got asked. Yeah, but there's so many. It's like a family vacation Mama, time now. Let's go down to the to San Diego Comic Con and dress up like Archie Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> get, get pictures. Who the hell is Archie Bunker? <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's like just a bunch of people that they want. It's cool. They want to go and experience it, but they're not going for. I don't know. I guess kind of the right reasons. They're going because they think it's like. That's what all the cool the, kids are doing. The cool thing to do. Let's go huff glue and go to San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> I mean, they're going for free swag, which the swag gets worse and worse every year because they got to keep the cost down every year. Um. So it's just like they go for all the celebrities. Yeah. The big bank theory is going to be there. Mama, can we go? <laughs> yeah, like CBS and the movie industry like run that joint. NCW. Like they're just like Yeah. I don't give a shit about You want to see Vampire Diaries? Diaries? Yeah, no, you do. You do. You're in the hall. You're in the hall. You're in the goddamn I walked past that when they were signing autographs. I flipped them the bird. I did. True Ooh, story. I was nice. just like Oh, and the fart noise? Yeah, and the oh, fart noise. Sued off. Mama. Mama, that boy don't give them the bird. <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, so stop going there. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm kind of done. I mean, you know, a big shout out to Dark Horse for getting us into it. But thank it's you, just, Dark Horse. You know, outside of just seeing them and a couple of other small indie things, it was just it, it wasn't worth it. It's too much mayhem and too kind of I don't know, just commercialized. Like I don't I don't need a. It's not like the Comic Cons like and... selling out, but I mean, it's always kind of been this entity, and of course, each year it gets bigger. But it is. It's become more of a pop culture con than comic books. I mean, if you ever pull up, like, a daily schedule or get a book, you'll be like, oh, hey, I want to do these comic-related things. And it's it's very minuscule. It's slim pickings. But then when you see, like, the TV media aspect of it, it's it's just rampant. It's like, dude, we love video games. We like movies. I mean, comic movies can kind of eat shit because they've just been so bad lately but they know yeah. that we'll go and see them as a people and i just mean this by comic fans because they are taking our most beloved characters and ideas and stuff that we enjoy or have fun with and they're putting it on that big stage and it's fun to see that but it's like dude you gotta you can wait in fucking a three-hour line outside and it's hot but you're yeah. wasting your whole day to see something you're going to see on the internet in like in like an hour and a half, yeah. either on some dude's handy cam or by the studios, go to that shit, ignore all that stuff, and support the comic book dudes. Go see the indie guys. Go talk to those dudes. Go learn about the business. Do shit that's fun and cool, and just stay away from the big box dudes, the fucking Warner Brothers, and all that shit. I mean, stay away from the left side. Yeah, stay away from that side. Get your fucking Harry Potter bag and go load up on indie comic shit. Go support the fucking underground and, I mean, shit, dude. That's what really, really counts because, you know what, that is a good time to go see them. I'm not knocking the whole con experience altogether, but go there. Tell them, hey, hey, man, I fucking read Mouse Guard and that shit's cool and dab respect and he'll sign that front page and you'll be like, damn it, dude. <laughs> I told you about the sign of a shit. It's just stuff like that. It's It's just a chance to kind of meet and greet and just, I don't know, to, to kind of show your love without... Because they'll be there. Yeah. Because it's their job to be there, and it's where they can meet a bunch of you guys, you know, in that, um, you know, facet, I guess. Yeah. No, definitely. So, but... And stop taking my fucking spot at Mystery Science Theater when I'm trying to get in that bitch. God, seriously. I gotta stand against the fucking wall just to watch this? You're so lucky I got it. I'm talking to everybody that was there dicking me out of my spot. Yeah. And but, I'd say that's the biggest problem, especially with last year. We couldn't even get into comic-related panels because people were getting in 
to just sit and camping in there out, yeah. for the next two panels away. Dude, it's just yeah. like that's shouldn't be how it is. It SDCC be like, clear those rooms. Period. Yeah. Well, I think they should get to a point where they do they clear just the rooms, clear the room after every event. Fix it. Fix this mess. So anyway, all right. If you ever go through any avid combat reader is going to tell you, "Hey, man, I've been collecting this book for so many issues," and blah. And you know, sometimes we'll get into milestones like 50, 100, 150, so on. We're at a milestone ourselves right now. I'll let you figure out which one it is until I yell it at the very end. <laughs> but uh, there was always something that usually special they do. Some books don't do that, and some books, I mean, we kind of handed it on the last podcast. The, the one that was probably the most guilty was Spawn 200. Spawn 200. Didn't it just show the reached fuck up. A, Yeah, it reached the <laughs> two hundred landmark. So we'll give it we'll give it a high for that. Way to go, Spawn. And then you're right back in the lows because as I said in the last one. He didn't do dick. He didn't do fucking dick. I mean in some people's opinion, they're like, Whoa, what are you talking about? They you know Al, Al Simmons is no longer spawn. We got I'm a like, cracker of spawn. Yeah, but Al Simmons hasn't been interesting as spawn for like seventy five issues, so that's not really that's not a plus. Oh, you're just a hater dog. Nah. <laughs> I mean, there was there was an awkward backstory in the middle of the issue, and then the you know because the art was changing, it went back to the main storyline with a different artist. I was uh, just like, and splash pages galore, mm, and I was like, hurry, no, hurry, thank you. That hurries up a book real yeah. quick. <laughs> splash pages with Chris Claremont level captions. Though. Uh, oh, yeah. oh shit, really? Yeah, we were just like, oh, I see why this is a splash page because this whole upper corner is a dialogue toasters are talking anything inanimate objects in the room are talking everyone's talking if like spawns fighting some dude i don't know some green dude oozy dude oozy dude and uh and the fucking clown and melbolgia are fighting in their human forms and then they switch into their you know demon forms and then they're fighting again uh. and i'm like how many assholes are fighting this alleyway and didn't those other two assholes figure out that you two were there fighting in your demon forms uh, wouldn't they be kind of like hey I could totally see you guys over there <sighs> that have been misleading both of us this whole time. Fuck it, whatever. And the lesson to learn is sometimes your book doesn't need to go to 200. <laughs> yeah. If you if you have a story worth telling, but just because it makes money, it's like it doesn't doesn't need to do it. If we could just... There you go. Money's the root of all evil. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we could just... Ad- Storytelling. I will say if we could adapt the Japanese system over here, it'd be better. What do you mean? Elaborate. What I mean is, they tell their story, and then they're done. Hmm. Be that 26 issues, or if you're talking about a, a cartoon series, 13 episodes, it's done. They don't keep going back to the other and milking the teat. Teat is dry. It's shooting yeah. out blood, dude. It hurts. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, like X-Men. Man, that teat uh, is... That's another teat for another time. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. I mean, not to say that the whole year was a complete bust. There were highs... It was actually things where you're just like, oh, shit, this is happening. Thank God I read comic books, and I don't have to read USA Today to fucking figure out that this is going to happen. Woo, doggy. No, you still have to. Uh, well, no, I, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so these the, are like mid, mid-level mid highs. Yeah. Well, They're like, uh, good for you, but not really like, I don't know, you don't write home to mom about it. Maybe since you're reading comics, you'll be like, oh, oh. You'll turn your head from your fucking yeah. cinnamon toast crunch and look over and go, that's happening? Continue to stuff food in pie hole. <laughs> the DC reboot, what are you going to say, man? That took every piece of 
I mean, if anybody else doesn't bring this up as being the year's jaw dropper, I guess. If anything, it's the year's biggest event. What's the year's biggest event? So, I mean, it it captivated everyone's attention. It brought back long forgotten readers, and it, it just did something that, the comic book world. Yeah, and it did something DC's been needing to tr- do, needing to do, and trying to do for like two decades. So, you know, what it felt like it was almost like. Maybe the janitor, he just put down his, our porter, you know, I'll call him by, you know, whatever, custodian. <laughs> he put down his mop. He looked over. He's like, hey, why don't you motherfuckers just reset everything? I come in here and I mop every day and I vacuum and I hear you just bitch, bitch, bitch. You had some good ideas. You tried to get yourself out of that corner. Just hit the reset button. I don't know. You don't have to give me credit. I'm just the janitor. And then he just mop, finished mopping and he walked away. Like and they were spitting Dan DiDio's coffee. And he... Well, he always does that. But this, this time he saw him do it. He picked it up and he went in the middle of talking. He was like, puh. Why don't you guys try that? Puh, puh, puh. I'm not done. Swirl, no. swirl. No, you cannot pour yourself another cup. Puh. This is for Batman being a time traveler, you dick. Puh, puh. <laughs> I've been stealing issues when you guys haven't been looking. Puh, puh. And then he sets it back down. And he was like, that was Gail Simone's coffee. And then he was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Leave it. So, yeah, I mean, good for DC. It's... It did all those things and more. It got people interested pretty much in comic books. Probably wouldn't even know what a fucking comic book was. And it made Marvel go, fuck, dude. And then, yeah. And it ushered in, you know, the, the digital age in a way. Yeah, it was yeah. almost so, there. This, this event did a lot. It knocked Marvel out of number one. It did day and date digital. You know, I mean, it, it did a lot. And it cleaned up DC's shitty continuity and uh and if, which i'm sure they're already working on fucking up again so and then dan found out he's getting spittle in the coffee there you go we uh we threw a list up on the comic bastards uh website of the books we think that are making the cut that are kind of like creme de la creme we'll say um you can check that out you want to cover it real quick we can just may as well it's end of the year end of the year really? blowout wow yeah we can just do it quick we don't like you know if they want the I don't even remember what I put. <laughs> Shit didn't really stick well, with me. All right. Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about my top three. I can yeah, my top three. Top three. Go ahead. I'll let you go first. Okay. All right. Because I didn't know if you were still thinking or not. So, my number one was I Vampire, which I think is a very underrated book. And I think a lot of people are probably not even reading it anymore, which is really sad because I, I like the book. Um, I tweeted it towards the writer, and he, he told me what that he tell I, you? I was wrong about Flash being a god awful book. And I, here's my argument on why Flash is a god awful book because I then, you know, it's just like how the universe works. I saw a lot of praise for Flash, but only from other comic creators. When your book only appeals to other people in the industry, can't can, you're not. It's not a good book. That means you're just there's something about your book that only people that have dealt with creating the book or books. Respect. can understand and yeah. respect and that's it and they're just respecting it because they understand the process you had to go through to get it made that does not make a good book so but anyway so i vampire was my number one um what was your number two fuck if i remember wow <laughs> so this list meant a lot to you did it <laughs> I can't, it was the stupid I don't know, I demon can't. oh demon knights yeah because sorry it's I, probably you your number three but books. whatever yeah nothing yeah, whatever um yeah, Demon Knights. It was just a. It was. It's just a romp. It's just like it's a bunch of characters that shouldn't work together, but they do, and it's just the world. The like, 
I don't know what the second story arc can possibly do to top <laughs> the first one. Because the first one's like, end of the world, motherfuckers. <sighs> so it's just, I, I like it. I like the era it's set in. I like the characters they're using. It's just a bunch of fucking people that you shouldn't care about. And it, it works. It's good. You know, they kill babies. And that's there you go. okay in my book. Sorry, everybody. Doing it before the Red Skull did. Just kidding. He did it first. He did it first. No one cared then. No one cares now. Snap, dog. It's the weekend. <laughs> thanks geico what's the what's what's the other one you at least have three um, don't you yeah what was the third one shit i just had it too i don't know i'm sick of guessing your books i can tell you what mine are all right why don't you go i'm a tad bit prepared um number one animal man this looks fucking cool i never would have looked yeah. twice at animal man i'd be like animal man that name b lows and i'm like animal man you, this is this is interesting riveting I like the art. I like everything it's doing. I'm just like, shit, man. I saved that book for the last. I gotta, I gotta say, I got caught up on it. and It's cool. It's, it's good. I'm it's just, good I book. didn't expect any of that shit in there. I thought he'd be going around pulling puppies out of trees. I gotta fuck that puppy get up there. I don't know, Adam, man. You figure it out. <laughs> but it's really good. I literally saved that one for last and another book on my list, Supergirl. I mean, this chick, she's the queen of raw deals. DC can't stop shitting on her. They give it to fucking idiot assholes to write. Maybe, maybe her artwork will be subpar, tolerable, but... They, they don't treat it like a top-tier book. They don't. In the past, they have. She's got so super cool. in her fucking title. Yeah. Get this chick some respect. Get her some writers. Get her Just get her a creative team that will do her, you know, the decency of not being a joke. Yeah, which I think they've done. They've done it, and they've done a great job. I mean, this is only, I've only read up to the third one because that's all that's out, but it has the makings of something that could be super special and, you know, it could just last the test of time. Just, just keep everybody on the book. I know that's a very, very, very massive wish for a DC anything. Well, I, I think what helps is that they're not like top, you know, they're not considered top tier writers. Yeah, but so they, I don't think they got a lot of people barking at their door. So hopefully, hopefully with yeah. that, they'll, they'll kind of stay on. They'll stay in, with the book. In the back of my mind, I just hope that, you know, you guys got this shit planned out for a while. Instead of just going, I don't know, what you doing next? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Krypton? No? Wings out of her back? I don't uh, know. Let's make her power girl again. Oh. Ooh, coming 2012. <sighs> Earth 2 will be back. Well, we know it'll be back Jeff because... Jeff Jones had to have his comic book shop be relevant. Oh, <laughs> Where he signs everything. Oh! No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Got that one on. Entrepreneur, go to hell. <laughs> and then uh, do Deathstroke. Easy, easy breezy. Watch Deathstroke, shoot people, fuck shit up. I just want to say Deathstroke, just a great character, just again, in general. Fucking badass character. Um, so, cool before the relaunch, better after. Dude, he's zero nonsense now. Yeah. Little segue here. I read The Shade. Which is a twelve issue miniseries. He shows up at the end of that. What? Fucking chops the shade's hands off <laughs> and then decapitates him. That's how I roll. That book was terrible up until that point, and I was just like, "Thank God, Deathstroke, you should just show up and cancel every book, <laughs> dude." Dude, that'd be sick. The DC that would be canceler. fucking awesome. You just be like, oh shit. You when Deathstroke shows up, your shit's getting canned. Like, oh, not good. There, <laughs> you just get the notice. Yeah, we're gonna need you to put Deathstroke in that. Oh, snap, dog. Uh, what do you want him to do? Oh, I want him to kill your fucking He's character. canceling your shit. Yeah. Have him kill the family, and then we're just going to have him sink off into... Uh, he's going to be a hobo. He's going to be a hobo. 
But no one gets away from Deathstroke. I know. We're going to change it when you're not looking. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. So that's that's my top three. There's a list on the Comic Bastards. You can check out our list, respectively. Yeah. And, you know, rate, comment, subscribe, whatever they fucking say <laughs> when, you, when you tell people about stuff like that. Um, another high came, I guess it was just a good point and a good story. It was um, Johnny Storm and the death of. Yeah, this was more of my pick because I was really invested in the Fantastic Four storyline. It was Hickman. To it. Yeah, Jonathan Hickman. Um, it was, you could tell that, what I love about Hickman's writing and what a lot of comic writers don't do anymore because they're always kind of writing for the trade, is what they call it. They write for the six issues so it can be bundled. With Hickman, you don't really get that feeling. When you get to the sixth issue in a story arc, you're not like, oh, well, that's in the story arc. Mm-hmm. Like, he tends to do micro story arcs where there's, like, two issues, three issues, one issue. And so with this... and But overall, everything is encompassed into one big story arc. It just fits and works. Yeah. And so the, the death of Johnny Storm really was the end of that story arc and the start of a new one. And just it was just a great death like it was very powerful as moving even if it was completely spoiled and ruined by marvel just for sales but i mean it had it had value it had meaning and it's sad that they're already bringing them back but you know i mean that's that's comic that's, books that's comic books that's the na- nature of the beast that is marvel so i mean so le- they I mean, just kill them for the sales do, and bring them back at least you do get something um good out of it even if it was short-lived yeah um, I gotta say I agree with this wholeheartedly. There's a lot of books that sometimes you go to the comic book store and you're just like, God, what the hell is this? That's a number one. Fuck it, I'll try it. Um, Caligula. Yeah, which we've talked about on the podcast. Um, yeah, it's no we're no stranger to Caligula, and you guys are probably no stranger to our uh boner for Caligula. It's just one of those books it's David Lampham, and I'm kind of a sucker for almost anything he writes, except for that Deadpool Max didn't like it. Deadpool I didn't I just couldn't get the vibe, but whatever. But when he's on his own, almost well, yeah. When it's his shit, and it's you can tell he's a little have like an editor saying this is what we need to do. Um, um, yeah, it's a it's almost a different different you, David. Have you read issue five? I did. Fucking awesome. I know, right? I was just like, what the hell is going? I was just like, what is your end game? Is the world going to end? I was I just know, like, oh my gosh. If you guys haven't read it, just go, or just wait. They'll, they'll trade paperback this, because that's what Avatar does. Yeah. So it should be, It's it's got to be over. I think it's on five. I'm pretty sure it's six. I'm, I think it's six. It has to be six. There's nowhere this story can go. Because it's not six, it's eight. And I don't know what we're going to do for three more issues. Yeah. I mean... I wouldn't be surprised if he, I mean, if he did do eight, I mean, I'd be there for it. And I wouldn't be surprised if he had more tricks up his sleeve, but I don't see it going that long. I agree. I don't think it, I don't know if it can. I don't know if, I don't know if the characters can make it that long, <laughs> <Yeah>. basically. <laughs> um, Favorite line is, he's like, do you think I let anyone just stab me in the head with a knife? Mm. I was like, mm. <laughs> snap. I was like, you've been playing me since the first <laughs> issue. Like a fiddle. Yeah. Definitely check it out. You know, we always talk about like, oh, zombies, zombies, zombies. Yeah, fuck, we get it. Everyone loves zombies. Zombies this, zombies that. No, it's vampires. It's vampires, vampires, vampires. I mean, you can blame those. Uh, you can blame those fruity movies all you want, but 
Let's talk about that. What's our number? My, I'll say this. I picked this. Best book about vampires was Goon number 34, where he basically beats the shit out of the Twilight vampires. There you go. Like, he, he does it. They don't say, oh, we're beating the shit out of the Twilight vampires, but the likenesses are there, the glittering is there, and... The beatings the, are predominant. The, and the goon just goes the town on him, and it's just, <laughs> it's hilarious, and it's good, and it's what... Like, everyone, it's like 50% of the population of the world is just yelling, like, yes, this is what I want to see. Kill them, goon. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was great. That was my best vampire book outside of I Am Vampire, which was a serious vampire take. But. Yeah. I, you know what? I've only seen one of those movies. It was on an airplane ride, and I didn't know what I was getting into. I, I felt literally trapped in the seat. <laughs> you were trying to get away. Like, ah, sure, I did. I nodded off a couple times, but eh, I just didn't get sounds it. A, sounds about right. So... There's more, no, you don't want to talk about those. Well, we already talked about that one. That's true. Oh yeah, it was just going to be more, yeah, more spawn hatred. <laughs> no, no, I covered it. We mixed it. We did the high, the high that it made the landmark. Well, that's Sorry, true. we're we're that's true. we're doing some research here. That uh, everybody, it didn't make it to two hundred. Yeah, so, so maybe we don't we need have. to talk about it. Yeah, we already, you said that. <laughs> Which is the case of my nodded off or something. It was just like, oh shit, what they say about Spawn? Do you want to start at the bottom work up? Or you want yeah, to that's do? probably the most respectful way, way to do it. That way we can build towards the number one book of the year. Um, sometimes when you read comics, you're like, man, do I give little Jimmy this cross psychopath number four? <laughs> I mean, no, not unless you want him to grow he's up. He's going to respect the art. I know he will because Jimmy, he's an art lover. <laughs> but is he going to respect that boob in a bag that that guy's holding? <laughs> He's not. You know, that might have been issue five. I'm sorry. But so they sometimes do this thing that all listeners and might not be aware of, but uh, it's all ages books. Little Jimmy can read this with little Susie. It makes a lot of money for the industry. It, it does. You know who's notorious for it? Arkea. Yeah, they got a good, well, they have a good mixture. Good selection. Actually, they kind of have, no, they kind of hit the all ages and then the, uh, the 18 and ups. Mm-hmm. So That's a, a, yeah, they don't really have. A, now that I think about it, they don't have a lot of mid range. I mean, they have some, but for the most part, it's it's either all ages or hey, you might want to be able to smoke before you can read this book. I personally smoke when I want, and I don't read these books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't read. What do you think? Since I don't read them, I I picked Rust Volume One, Visitor in the Field, um, by Arkea. By Arkea. And then kind of a, a runner-up would be a Sketch mon- Monsters from Ani Press. What the hell are these a, books about? I never so Rust was a... You have, like, a great war. We'll call it, like, World War II-ish, but with advanced technology. So it's kind of it's kind of like the whole uh, cartoon thing where it's like the guns get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. It's like that, like... They start off with humans, and they replace with robots, and they get bigger robots, and then bigger robots, and then the wars, you know, that's concludes. It. That's it. And there's one day this giant robot shows up and just starts effing up this uh, this farm, and then this kid with a jetpack shows up, and he was you see previously that he was part of the war, like he was kind of like the the last bit of technology that was introduced. And it's just a, it's an interesting tale. A lot of people just were like, oh, it's Iron Giant meets Rocketeer. And it was not anything like that. Was other that than up? You can't put an asshole in a jetpack without somebody going, Rocketeer, shut up. Yeah, and it was nothing like Rocketeer, with the exception that they both had jetpacks. 
And I'm like, well, clearly you've never read or even watched the Rocketeer movie because there was a hell of a lot more going on than just a jetpack. Remember that game for the Super Nintendo? Yeah, no. Fuck, dude, sucked. Sounds like it would. I mean, it's one of those old school games that's just way too hard. You're like, <laughs> is this hard because I'm terrible at games? Which isn't true. Or is this hard because who programmed this shit? Uh, like his rocket controls were all kinds of fucked up. And you're just like, why am I doing the side of this blimp? Did you ever play Robocop? That was a really tough one too. For, that was for the Nintendo though. Yeah, that was way hard. But that I loved way it. fucking hard. I was like, I gotta have this because it's Robocop. What do you mean I can't yeah. get past the second level? I know. I seriously got stuck at the second level every time. God. Took me for, anyways. Well, and then so so sketch monsters from Ani. Another just like really good. And this book, it'd probably take you like three minutes to read. But if you're a little kid, you know, obviously you're going to sit there and read it to them or whatever. You're going to enjoy it for different reasons. Exactly. And it's just really more about like children dealing with their emotions. This girl draws, she doesn't feel any emotion. She draws them all on her. God, like, shit, baby, I should pad. read this book. <laughs> Deal with my emotions. Well, then, and then the emotions escape. Like all the monsters oh. she created that represent her emotions mm-hmm. escape. And she has to go capture them. The only way she can capture them is basically by feeling the emotion and expressing it out loud. And then, boom, they're back in her, her coloring book. I'm like, Daddy, don't touch me. Uh, then it's back. Kind of not like that. No, no yeah, not like that? Okay. You know, minus the Daddy, don't touch me, but then it's back part. Papa, yes. don't preach? No. I'm keeping the baby? Um, sure, if you want to. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, what? Why don't you just uh, say what you want to okay. talk about next? The, um, I'm looking... We're gonna skip that one because I was wrong. I don't think that happened last year. Oh, uh, well, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, you know, we're gonna, uh, you know, we're gonna get to the grit. We're gonna get to the creme de la creme. Yeah. So staring at you, you're wearing the shirt. You love oh. this. You love this guy's work. Call me out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, no, it's good. This is what we need more of. You need to support the little guy because Jesus Christ, no one else will if you don't. All right. So, best indie book. Best indie book is Zombie Tramp, Volume 2, Number 1. Super real graphics. Yes. So, what Dan Mendoza. I mean, you probably, if you listen to us, thank you, you probably know that uh, Zombie Tramp, it gets some play here. Yeah. I, I like the book. I'm wearing the shirt, as Kevin pointed out. He's down with the team, and that's okay. So, um, I just, I, I love the book. Uh, a sexy zombie in the vein of Jessica Rabbit, and it just works. It's just like it's just a fun story, and I don't know. I mean, I, it's, it's my number one zombie book because the zombies—they're not. It's I mean, it's not your like typical zombie book. It's it's more of like voodoo zombies, so it's a, it's a bit different than. Oh, that's like are you saying voodoo as in the? I guess it, it was portrayed as a religion, I believe. Not yeah, yeah. Ago. Well, that's what it all really kind of stemmed from, zombie culture as a whole. So, yeah. exactly. He's so. insanely accurate by going that route. Yeah, so I mean, it's just it's a it's a fun book. It's a decently mature book too. I mean, I want to hand it to a little kid, but you know, you and, and it's just it's it's just good. It's just so good. I just like it, and I, I'm so waiting for the second issue. Dude, I mean, so. do you guys? I mean, this is kind of what we get excited about is when we do find. A smaller publisher or a little book like this and it's good and we get stoked on it you know get here, tired of hearing us talk about it but it's just one of those books that it's i know this is corny and cliche and stupid in its own right but it's the reason why you read comic books yeah because you look for that it's dude you're you're like a junkie 
you're kind of chasing a high that you want from like back in the day when you read your first, you know, whatever, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, whatever, whatever got you hooked into this where you're like, holy shit, this is such a great, awesome medium that I love, must have more, start freaking out. And then when you find these little guys that feel the same way that you do, but they got their story out there and it just totally hits home with you, you get excited for them and you just want to, you know, shout it from the rooftops and shit. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah, so uh, Zombie Tramp's one of those books. So just try to check it out. I'm pretty sure. Do they have it online? Can I get it online? You can, yes. Digital, right? No, print, uh, print only for right now, I think. I, I haven't seen it in digital. Okay. So. Well, then there you go. I can just go to his website. Which is ToxicCandy.com. Toxic Candy. Go to Toxic Candy. Get a shirt. You know, check out the book. You might like it. And then get a shirt. You don't want to be an asshole wearing a shirt. You yeah, never yeah, read don't it. Start with shirt, don't, yeah. don't be that. Yeah, read the book first. Shirts. Yeah. Um, but well, then there's also a thing that the comic book industry likes to do. It's just called one shots. You probably heard them, seeing them around. Asked a friend about, it. "Hey, who's doing a one shot?" He's like, "Your mother, <laughs> get it? I'm porking her." That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but what they also do is it just be a one shot, one story. This is all you get. You want more? Sometimes it's a universe that's already created. Sometimes it's not. But I don't need to tell you guys that. What's your favorite one shot for the year, Dustin? Uh, my favorite is the Tattered Man. From uh, Image Comics, the uh, what's it about? Tattered Man. It's a little. It's it's kind of a I don't know an homage to different comic genres. It's got a bit of Spawn influence, a bit of the uh, Rag uh, Ragman from DC Comics into it. And basically, it's about this suit of rags that's created from the clothing of um, a bunch of Holocaust victims, like one concentration camps victims mm-hmm. and when it picks someone you become kind of like the the spirit of a vengeance for any misjustice and stuff and it's just it was a it was a great story that was self-contained but left the world open-ended enough to where it was like if you want more we support re- the book and we can revisit this yes. adventure yeah no you could definitely turn it into an ongoing or just a mini series or anything so, I mean, it was just uh, it was just a really good story. Where I literally read it and was like, "Wow, this was a great one shot." You know, I mean, just it it stayed with me all the way until the end of the year. So, wow, and you can get it in digital. So, you know, that's a win. Go. It's easy. Do you do you have a best one shot? Is there a one shot that you know what? Um, there really isn't. I can't. Unfortunately, I was ill prepared on. The one shot. On the one shot, because I never really think about it. Like, I'll read it and go, that was cool. And then my mind blanks. I didn't have anything that stuck with me. Other than I could just throw out... I'm not even going to throw it out, because I just spoke about it on the last podcast. Just the hardships. 68. It's one shot hardships. It was good. It did a lot of things where I was just like, hey, sweet. Like, that's something I would have done if I was writing a book of the zombie Vietnam mishmash. But, uh... (laughs) I don't have to because these guys are doing it well enough for everyone. So, all right. Um, we'll move on to the next one, which, you know what? Um, it's a graphic novel. You guys all know what that is. I mean, that's what, that's what hipsters call comic books. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a graphic novel, it's usually just either written or built for graphic novel representation, or it's just a bunch of minis, or it's a story art just piled together. I don't know why I'm explaining you guys basic comic shit. <laughs> if you're listening to this shit, you kind of already know, but um, I don't know. This, 
Jeez, I think it came out in the UK like three or four years ago or something. No, no, no. Was it? What was the first? No, new? it was it was new yeah, this I'm year. Maybe a monster truck. <laughs> you're think you're definitely thinking of monster truck. Monster which truck is was not older. what we're talking about. It's not what we're talking about. It's no, good, it was, good in its own right. Monster truck. It released in the UK and then over here, all within the same year. I okay. Um, the book we're going is, U.S. releases anyway. So yeah, like U.S. It. release. Uh, the book is called Seeds. Seeds. Um. The only book to make me cry this year. Yeah, if you don't read this book... I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. ...and not be emotionally moved, congratulations, because you're a robot. Or you're just completely dead inside, which also makes you a version My bad. of a robot. You're an android. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Not a robot android. <laughs> oh. You're a synthetic life form. Maybe you're a yeah. bishop from Aliens. Yeah. Whoa, Bishop, what's going on? Man? I don't know. I think even Bishop uh, might cry some milky his, tears. His little milky tears. Yeah. And then you'd be like, dude, what are you crying for, pussy? It's a comic book. You'd be like, did you read this one? And you'd be like, damn, Bishop, that was a really good read. Wipe a tear, wipe a tear. So what is it about for those who don't know? Um, it's just about a normal Joe. A very normal Joe. And his father's dying of cancer. Yep. That's it. Nothing special. There's no super anything. No, it's just... It's just super it's just real. It's his journey of living his life and living with the fact that his father is... One of the most influential people in his life is yeah. leaving forever. There's a clock counting down. And it's just his style and his art form that it just... It, it worked for the book. Like, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, his art would just be perfect. You know, like, he wouldn't just take over the reins on, you know, a superhero yeah. book or something like that. But just the... The fact that it was so personal and just so heartfelt. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it doesn't make you feel stuff, then, like I said, you're you're an android. And that's okay, because we need more androids. We need you in the coal, <laughs> the coal mines, and breaking that, breaking the rocks, <laughs> doing the work that humans can't do. But no, it's a good book. Check it out, uh, comx, C-O-M dot X. Yeah. I think they, is. it's not digital, is it? Actually, it is digital. There you go. Yeah, now but it's not your average price of a comic book. You're going to pay graphic novel prices. So. It, you, but, but yeah, you can get it digitally. Was, it's worth like, it. Nice. And, and all the so all the heavy lifting's done for you. You just got to go give them your hard-earned money. But this book super deserves it. I wouldn't tell you that because I'm a fucking snob and I wouldn't back this pony. Yeah, but I do because this. Yeah, I finished this book. I gave it to Kevin. I was like, read this. Book. I gave it to everyone that I know that could read, and they loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's been hands down single. It's 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 what we call a comic bastards five out of fucking five. Yeah, damn straight. So, and we don't just throw that out lightly. So, check it out. It's called Seeds. And now we'll move to what we call the best ongoing. So, there's probably books that probably came out what this year. Yeah, and then they've just been just ongoing series. They didn't ha- I didn't have any weird criteria where they had to like just naturally. be going the whole year or anything like okay. that. So some of these are still you know their first year of release or whatever. You got the Hellraiser, Boom Studios yeah. made the cut. I I like that book. That that book has which is weird because I read it and I was like whatever. <laughs> but for me, it was a great ongoing. You know, especially I I just got recently caught back up on it and. What are they on, by the way? Like six? Seven? Uh, they're on seven, and then seven? eight should be coming out this month. And it, just the consistency, the quality of this book, 
the storytelling, it's been great. Like, there's not been a single issue where I'm just like... Oh, filler. Filler I'm issue. Not, I'm not coming back to this. You know, something <laughs> like... Like, I literally go, you know... I think... When's the next Hellraiser book come out? In this day and age in comics, just to have any book that does that for you is... Yeah. Speaks levels. So that, that was my criteria for an ongoing. Was it a book that I gave a shit that it came out the next month? You know, and with some of the DC stuff, it's too fresh. Marvel, I don't know, there's not a single book which that I look forward to which sucks each month. Yeah, which sucks because that used to be... That used to be your thing. Yeah. You know, for a while. I mean, I was buying a lot of... But anyway, we're not going to go into well, that. Well, no, but. I mean, you buy a little of it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean... I dabble in a lot, but yeah, I mean, you, I could always count on having a good Marvel A good Marvel, Marvel stack, book, too, yeah, exactly. You know? That's that's completely and 100% what I meant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have a runner-up or one... When do you want to add? I mean, I have a couple others, but, you know, we could just throw the names out. We don't have to. Um, the other books, uh, Little Depressed Boy and uh, Who's Jake Ellis, both Image. Yeah, both Image. Both really good. Jake Ellis is running a little bit behind, I think, because he's doing... Movie, TV shit. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it's going to be turned into a movie, I know, for sure, because when I interviewed him, he was talking about talking the to the studios little, and stuff the, yeah but he's doing a lot of dc stuff he's doing another image book and you know i, I think it's just taking a while but you know both really good books a little depressed boy. what do you think about that when um creator own shit goes to tv or movies i'm okay with it as long as they respect the source material and the source material has more than um six issues done <laughs> so it's like two issues out of the can they're selling shit or in some cases one yeah but we're not going to name names of that. Yeah. And I've already seen this book that we're not mentioning on other best of lists. And I'm like, really? One issue of an ongoing series you've given? No. Go fuck Sorry. yourself. Sorry. Yeah. But at this rate, we're, you're going to give issue two best next year. Best so. written word by man. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Best anything. Um, Best miniseries, though. We both have. Oh, no. I can't do best miniseries because there's just too many. I know this, this is like good year for miniseries. It, I like, and we have a pretty long list, but it could be like longer. I had like five yeah. other ones where I was like, "Oh, that was really good too." Some oh, of these I agreed with, and I was just like, "Oh, but I got to put these two on here. I have to because I just can't sleep at night knowing that these didn't." All right, well, go with these. go with yours since I hogged the list on this uh, one. Well, like I agree with uh, one. Well, I'll do one we both totally agree with. Okay, uh, Strange, the strange talent of Luther Strode. Um, if you visit Comic Bastards ever, you know that we pretty much everyone there digs this book. Yeah. Um, there's just something about it, man. Like, it's, that's the thing. It just you just read it. Like, this is a fucking cool book. It's just cool. Yeah. And the issue that just came out, I believe, was the third one. Mm-hmm. Did so much for it, and we covered it on the site. We talk about how these main characters stop becoming their stereotype personas as, yeah. you know, jock, nerd, geek, uh, you know, heroine, uh, stoner chick, whatever. And they actually start becoming the characters they need to be. And does that bad guy not remind you of Vandal Savage? He does. There we go. I just had to get that out there so, real quick. He's so much better. Because well, he's, like, well, sophisticated. It he's, like, got the pinky ring out while he's <laughs> sipping his tea, and he's punching a guy through the head. And I know. I love Vandal Savage. Don't get me don't wrong. Get, don't, get, but, don't, don't get it twisted, B. <laughs> but this guy, I'm just like, I like you. Yeah. A lot. I want to hold your if hand. If you're up. on a t-shirt drinking tea with a guy's head 
on your arm because you just it? punch it off. I would wear it in a heartbeat. I'd, hold, I'd buy I, two. I'd hold his hand in public. That's how much I like this guy. No homo. Oh, okay. No homo. No I homo. totally you would do that. You should have said that first. I could okay. say, you do a pause, and then no homo. <laughs> Granddad, pause. <laughs> Sorry. Pause. I just had to do that. <laughs> Boondocks. Please come back. <laughs> um, it's a good book. Yeah. And do whatever you got to do. It's not even finished, but that's how good it is. Whereas, yeah. Whereas, like, didn't even matter that it had to finish it. Um, I have no doubt that in the next three issues will be good. I mean, if they really tank it, I'm going to be really pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> well, and... uh do a little a little news flash here. I was you know tweeting back and forth with all the creators and stuff, and I I kind of tweeted that my my hope for an ongoing, and I didn't get a, a solid response. I just got back a more in 2012. So I mean maybe it won't be an ongoing. Maybe it'll be a second miniseries or That's something. Fine. But you know I was just like That's good fine. because you keep you got me, me hooked in this world with these characters. Yeah, because keep the, this creative team together. Yeah, keep this team together because this groundwork that you're doing. Um. It's uh, it's it's one hell of a it's one hell of a ride. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good book, and you can still check it out, in print or digitally. That's know. the way to go. Get it as fast as you issue. can. I don't know about the first. Issue, we won't speak about those. No, we'll speak about <laughs> at least the third one though. Um, and another, um, I'll throw one out there that I just, I read the shit. I don't even know if it's three or four right now because it's such a, a, a joy. The fucking penguin. Oh, DC. Yeah, yeah. It's, what uh, the? I think it's the six. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't. I was talking to my friend. I was like, I don't think this could fit. I was talking to my friend Matt, and I was like, we both agreed. Could this not go ongoing? It might. It not. definitely could. It definitely has the potential. I, I, but you couldn't change anyone. Everyone's on this book. I want hard contracts for at least a year, and yeah, I know that uh, won't happen. Just like, the book is so dark, and it's so it's so fucking well done. I mean, I didn't put this on my fifty-two list just because. It being a mini, yeah. I was just like, all right, let me just deal with ongoings. But if I did, this rivals Animal Man for being DC. You got your shit right. This is how you do the Penguin. It's exactly. Not- Talk about like such a wasted character for so many years. Yeah, so many years. Damn, you're laughable half the time. Yeah. Like, you can't... I mean, the cartoon did a better job of making yeah. him a serious character. And the Arkham games. <laughs> yeah. So, just, yeah, it's a great, it's a great series. Just everything, so, the art, the dial, just the way it's the written. Art, yeah. Oh, my God. It just, that's how you fucking do it. Somebody was just like, hey, is this how we fucking do the penguin? And some other asshole was like, yeah, more of that. We'll do six because I don't trust you guys, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Great fucking series, hands down. Um, let's see. Another one of my choices would be Loose Ends from uh, 12, 12 Gauge. 12 Gauge Comics. Um <laughs> I will say this is not a series for everyone. I don't think everyone's going to just pick this book up and be like, oh, I'm in love with it. Right. Like, but for me, this book is just, it's so, just like the the art, the storytelling, it's its just good. It's so good. I will agree. I, I, I think the art's really fucking good. <laughs> the, art, the art is fantastic. And there's some scenes where... There's just, like, there's absolutely no dialogue at all. Like, there's pages where no dialogue. But you know exactly what's going on because the art is so good. And the writer trusts the artist enough to convey the message to and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's just really good. Um, it's a, basically a tale about kind of a drug deal that's gone wrong. And now these two people find themselves back in each other's lives with just kind of stuck in a situation that 
that sucks. Like, there's no good outcome to it at all. So, but uh, just a really good series to to check out. So, and I'm gonna throw one more out there, I guess. Okay. Cross Psychopaths. Oh God, I just picked up the new one digitally, or not digitally, but I got it. Um, it's really, 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 really good. I, I. I like that world. I like Crossed. I like everything it's done. Mm-hmm. I think David taking the um, David Lampham's doing it again. I think his twist and turns on it is just what he does. It's just the cat's meow. It's the bee's fucking knees. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll do uh, two kind of quick ones. Um, I'm gonna do 27 from Image Comics. Um, Series one and series two also started this year. Both are fantastic. If you if you like music, then check this book out. If you like supernatural, check this book out. The concept of this book is basically this musician loses the ability to play. He's approaching the age of twenty seven. He makes a bargain with an entity that gives him kind of like an amp in his chest. And that's all I'm gonna give you. There's a strong predominant music theme in it. It's freaking amazing, and just like <laughs> the the there's a lot of number play too, and I, I'm a big fan of that. But there's just like a lot of uses of like the number twenty seven in it, the number nine in it, and it just it's great. And then the uh, last one, just a little shout out, is the Strange Case of Mister Hyde from Dark Horse Comics. So that was another book I really really enjoyed. That's so. a lot of minis. Like I said, a great year for miniseries. So. I mean, you're gonna go broke trying to. Nah, you guys are probably hardworking. Um, that's a lot. I mean, try to pick them up any shape, form, fashion you can. I mean, there's, uh, there's digital, there's print. Just, just try to get a hold of them. Go to your, I mean, they'll probably be, most of these be in trade soon, if at all. If, then most of them are probably already, like 27 is definitely in trade already. And is the first series is already, right? Yeah. And then, um, Avatar probably put theirs in trade too. Yeah, they always do. They don't really fuck with digital. You gotta like request it from your comic book shop. So especially with Avatar and a lot of comic book shops, they don't just stock it in supplies. So you gotta ask. Well, you, I mean, know, you can get it. them from their site, but you, you can get it from their site, Amazon or some. Crap. Yeah, because I, I got I got digital fever, but none of their shits on digital. No, no, that's that's a kind of a shame. They'll come around though. But they make a lot of money from covers, so they go digital. They kind of. Maybe they at least throw a couple on there. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they gotta do something. They gotta. You gotta stay relevant. You gotta stay relevant and adapt. So. Business changes. You gotta chew. Well, so, do you want to just get to it? Let's do it. Best book of last year, 2010. I'm oh. still talking about. It was probably one of the. I mean, you will agree to disagree on this, but uh, I know Dustin and I thought that this book was uh, the shit. Yes. And th- we, we still talk about this book. And this was a we year do. ago. It was, it, it was a very solid fucking issue. I know. You're probably thinking, this is irrelevant, man. We're about to go into 2012. You're hitting me with this shit. World's going to end, motherfucker. You got me thinking of books <laughs> for 2010. Um, Titans, Villains for Hire. The special. Kicked ass. Kicked major ass. And I'll probably still talk about it next year, just depending on what's going on. Yeah, it Deathstroke was, and a team of Titans that were all fucking pretty much bad guys. Yeah, and killing the Atom. Pretty much B list guys. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I dare say C. Some of them, yeah, some of them were C. 
Some were made up for the issue, so I mean, I, I don't know what that <laughs> drops them into, like Z list or some shit. So. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know why they were made up, but I know I loved them. Yeah, I loved them in that that just that whole facet, that whole Deathstroke being a badass, telling these other fucking asswipes what to do. And it was a, it was a great narrative. Yeah, like such a strong, powerful narrative. You where... know, what? it was. I think what did it so much justice is it felt like. He had he had the ending already. We just had to get yeah. there. It wasn't just like, oh, what the fuck are they doing? Why is this here? It was just like, oh, the beats and the pacing of the whole the whole series was just like, damn man, this is this has an end game plan. This yeah. we're going somewhere with this, and it was enjo- like you just enjoyed the shit out of it every time. Yeah. You're like, damn, 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 Destro, damn, yeah. yeah. So that's. That's, I mean, you can get a hold of that somewhere. Someone's got to have that. Yeah, either back then or, you know, the DC probably has it on their digital storefront. Yeah, it should have hopefully made the cut. I mean, and then there's the book. The book. The, the, it's, I think Kevin it's I thought we were a little crazy for doing it, but I, a, I argued my case. and It's a little crazy. But God, a little it, crazy. God damn it, it's so crazy it just might work. All right. <laughs> the best book of the year from the comic bastards has to be a book brought to us by Big Dog Inc. And I'm going to let you have the honor, Dustin, of telling the the world what this book is. I'm going to get in close. Pinpoint number one. Pinpoint number fucking one. Number one. A book... What what can I what more can I say about this book? I at first glance I was just like this book is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing in it should be like allowed. Allowed or even we shouldn't be calling us a the number one book, but there is just something about this book where we couldn't stop talking about it. It's and we, that, that that's what the that's the power of pinpoint. Yeah. When when he showed me this book, he was like, Hey, look at this. You should read this and I was like, get the fuck out of here with that. And then I looked at it, and I was like, all right, let me see what I'm doing here. So I read it, and I was just like, <laughs> I started chuckling to myself as I read it. I almost like, almost like, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. You, you can't believe what you're reading. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But it's so, it's rad. Yeah. It, it's basically, it's a, about a mercenary named Pinpoint. He's got a crazy tattoo on his eye. Badass. And he does... Black Ops missions for the government. He goes down to Jamaica, this little island off the coast of Jamaica's, causing a ruckus. Dude, don't cause a ruckus when Pinpoint is clocked the fuck in. And this motherfucker's being tortured, and he's still threatening people. Like, <laughs> I'm going to put my boot through your eye, and then I'm going to piss down your skull, and then I'm going to go to your grandma's house, and I'm going to smack her just because. And then I'm going to shit yeah. on her head. And, and the thing is, you're just like, he doesn't say that. I believe he's going to do this. I believe he's going to kill this motherfucker, even though he's strapped to a chair, and he's being half electrocuted, yeah. and yeah, he's half dead, he's bleeding, and I still I go, you know what? These guys better run. <laughs> that, that was my thought. Pinpoint story checks out. He's going to crap on his grandmother's head. <laughs> yeah. And, and probably one of the best endings. We'll just say it. I mean, it's been like all fucking year. Yeah, we're just going to say it. I'll, I'll let you do the honors on this one. I'll set the stage for you. He goes into a bar. Oh, you might as well back it up a scotch. Okay, all right. Back it up a scotch. He's walking to the bar. <laughs> He's walking to the bar. I don't know if you've been to Jamaica, but there's a lot of little dicey kids that hang out with like no shirts and like cut off shorts and shit. I haven't, but I'll, I'll believe Pinpoint at this point. 
So they kind of rush them. They're like, hey, mister, you know, asking for loose chains, maybe selling them chiclets or something. Whatever. Whatever. Like, oh, I think we're actually trying to sell them chiclets. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever this little bag of bonds you're making children do. And so Pinpoint's like, you know, eat shit, right? You know, I, I, business. And the kids pull automatic weapons on them. <laughs> like, Not one. Every ten kid. of them. Like 10 to 15 little kids are all just pointing a gun in his face. I'm talking about, like, you know. Machine guns, you name it, like submachine guns, heavy. These guns, these kids would shoot them, and the gun would kill them. But they all draw weapons on Pinpoint. Pinpoint, demeanor does not change. But he basically whoops all their asses, takes their guns, and then he enters a bar. He enters a bar full of men all smoking cigarettes, cigars, whatever. Goes up to the bar. He asks for a drink. He's lighting his own stogie. Bartender with a stogie in his mouth says, hey, no smoking in the bar. And you're just like, come on, this is stupid. Well, who would, why would they say this to this guy? Everyone's smoking. You're he- smoking and you tell him no smoking. Pinpoint takes his cigar and puts it out in the guy's eye. <laughs> like, if you're not like, I stood up when I was reading I was like, what the fuck? What just happened? My hands Did started you- shaking. <laughs> like, it's just so crazy awesome that you're just like, that's how I would have handled that situation too, I guess. So, Simply put, Pinpoint's one of those books where you're like, it got you so excited. It was one of those things where like, hey, this is a treat because you read comic books. Yeah. This comic book just came from a dude that liked comic books. He took it back to a time... Where, you know, it was okay to go balls out and, and everyone and has roundhouse guns. a kid in the face <laughs> yeah. and everyone. It was just it was it was just silly, but it was more awesome and it, it just it stuck with you, man. It just stuck yeah. to your ribs. And every time someone brings up comics, you always mention pinpoint. It just did one of those things that comic books are supposed to do. It got you excited for comics. Yeah. And that's it definitely did. That's probably the easiest way to put it. Um, good luck finding it. Um, I think Midtown Comics Midtown might Comics. have Com. one and two. One and two. Yeah. So if you want to... But there's more plans for Pinpoint 2012. That's so. what the fine gentleman at the Big Dog yeah. told and us. And the creator, too. So that's good. It's not <laughs> yeah. just, not just to... the guy publishing it saying, no, no, there's more coming. And the guy who's actually doing the work is like, yeah, it's more And more I mean, coming. if we don't just get a one-page spread saying Hog Bastards really fucked up Pinpoint, thank you. Hugs know, and kisses. We should. I'll be okay with it. Cause I'll just I'd be, be interested so... to see how many issues we sold. <laughs> Two, maybe three. I'll be so stoked <laughs> just to get more Pinpoint. Yeah. Don't change anything. Don't change the art. Do don't not change the color. Don't change shit. Just give me more pinpoint. Just give him more cigars. Give him more kids to punch. Yeah. And, you know, you know what? I was just saying to stay raw in 2012 <laughs> pinpoint. <laughs> Do us a favor. Keep it real. That's it. That's, that's it. That's number one right there. That was number one. I know you waited a while to hear that. You're probably sighing. Like, <laughs> You're probably like, really? Fucking pinpoint again? <laughs> These guys. Gotcha. <laughs> no, seriously. It is pinpoint. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's us. We've... Hope you enjoyed this, Comic yeah. Bastards, 2011. End of the year. End of the year, roundup, highs and lows, in-betweens. Thank you for listening. We will see you next year. <laughs> Is that funny when people do that? We'll see you next year. And next year's tomorrow, bitch. You know what I mean? You never really laugh at that. I, I don't. Know. I don't either. Yeah. 
Aaron does. Aaron does. That's okay. And we'll see you next year. It's in two hours, bitch. Man. But we will, you, we'll see you guys. And yeah, and a big thank you to everyone that's contributed on Comic Bastards. Um, you know, Connor, Eric, Carl, all the guys that are part of the crew too. I mean, obviously they can't all be here for the podcast because we're you know it's the internet generation. We're all in different states. Ha ha ha. Yeah, we're just. But you know, just big thanks to everyone that's helped out and visited the site and contributed. So yeah, thanks for reading. Thanks for following the tweets. Thanks for listening to this. Um. It's sincere. Yeah. Like we mean it. So, like you said, hopefully we'll have uh, big things for you guys next year because we plan to kind of do this for a minute and we'll hopefully it'll get bigger and better. Definitely. So, thanks for listening. I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. You've been listening to the Comic Bastards motherfucking podcast, year in roundup, highs, lows, and others. Thank you and good night. Good night. Reginald, we have to talk about our son. It's the drugs, the drinking, staying out all hours of the night. Oh, I'll tell you what's wrong with our son, Meredith. It's the comic books. It's the goddamn comic books. He's a comic bastard.